Hi, Caroline. Who am I saying hi to this week? I don't know. Just like a faceless, nameless mass of amazing women that may or may not be listening. <laughs> um, so let's jump right in because today I'm super starstruck by our guest. She is a pop star. That's right. You heard me right. Um, she is welcome to the show, Gia Woods. Hello, Yay. guys. Thank you for Put some respect on her motherfucking name. That's a pop star, bitch. This is our first pop star on Glowing Up. I mean... Wait, no, really? Am I the first one? Oh I, I think so. I'm so honored if so. Hi. <laughs> I know. I think so. Now, Gia, you're, you have a song that is one of my favorite songs. It's called Only a Girl. Yes. Classic. With the, with, <laughs> if people haven't seen this music video... Is it true that this is basically this video is how you came out as gay? Is that a hundred percent? That was the first thing I ever put out, like in terms of my friends and my family, like no one knew. And I just went all in with a video and song. I know. I know. I don't know why it was so like I I was just extra. Like, <laughs> I, I love the drama. Honestly, I was just like, I've been in the closet for quite some time. And, you know, I thought, what's the best way to tell everybody, like, in just one, one setting? <laughs> so, <laughs> I just for it. <laughs> I love that. It's like sending a mass email or something like that. But that's like- what my idea behind it was. Because I was like, it's so much like, I don't know. I was scared to, to do that in the first place. But also the thought of, like, looking at someone face to face and doing it and like sitting down each person or like telling each person I just felt that was more that was a little bit more scarier in my opinion rather than putting a video out of a song I don't know why even though it sounds like it would be the opposite and that'd be flipped but no I mean you could own your own story in that way and like say it in exactly the way you want to tell it and like I don't know about you but when I have to have a difficult conversation with someone I shut down I'm not my best self in a difficult conversation I'd be like actually you're right I'm not gay like I'm I just like would panic and spin out but it's like this is my story like Press play. It says all you need to know. Yeah, it's yeah I think about. Oh, sorry. I'm no, I was just gonna say. Oh. I I I relate because in stand up, like I can say anything personal on stage, and I cannot say it to a human being in front of me. That's, sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was about to say the same thing. Like it's it's also crazy because I did this in I think it was either 2015 or 2016. I always forget. It's one of those years. It sounds. It feels like years and years ago, which it kind of is if you think about it. Actually, yeah. That was a long last time ago. Um, but around then, time is a concept. I, same, exactly. I didn't have. I don't think there was much resources in terms of like people being openly LGBTQ plus, like on many social media outlets. There, there was like Tumblr. There was 
Uh, right. You know, like, I don't even know if Instagram was a thing yet. or re- Like, it was it wasn't like, popping off the way it, it is. It wasn't now. popping off. No one, everyone was using those, like, really bad Instagram filters at that point. <laughs> like, it was oh. a whole different era. And Kelvin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All we had was Kelvin back then. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's not, it feels like a whole other, like, world. But, um, yeah, there wasn't much going on. So, you know, I didn't have anything really to look up to as far as icons or artists. Like, at least I didn't know of them. So, um, yeah, it was a really big deal for me to do that. So I wanted to go full in. <laughs> now, I have, to, I have to ask, though. Wait. I, you're you're Iranian. I am, you're, Are you Iranian? I was going to I'm half. I was about to, yes, let's I'm, do this. Let's, <laughs> yes, wait, let's go there. Wait, how are you half? Who, mom, dad, give me, give me all My the- mom, Soraya, is a Iranian, a proud Iranian woman. She's wow. just like, I know. Yeah, my maman is so Persian. Oh my God. Yes. I know she's Jewish, so she came like during the revolution okay. in the early 80s. Oh, and wow. And I have, I have, she has a, eight I believe brothers and sisters they all most of them live in Los Angeles so a huge Persian family like I've got cousins I don't know their names I'm gonna keep it real like so so many cousins so okay so what tell me about your like I just want to hear about your Persian family I just tell me everything I mean, it's huge it's it's literally exactly what you just said actually like my mom has i think actually she beat you she has like 12 whoa uh-huh those persian grandmas oh my god <laughs> your guys' faces i know i was in shock when i heard it as a kid i was like mom you have like 12 brothers and sisters like who the fuck are they like and where are they <laughs> like i didn't meet all of them i've only met like six of them or seven of them the, the like unfortunately like one or two of them passed away but I was same born. same yeah. the, the odds are just like odds, when you have that many oh dude it's it's about ba- something's bound to happen unfortunately but like <laughs> it was weird to hear that as a kid I was like where the hell are they all and the cousins that I had were mixed like some mm. of them were in Iran and then some mm. are here so I had like the mixture of meeting them in Iran and then meeting them in Los Angeles. And I only met that other half one time because I've only been to Iran. Well, I went there as a baby, so I don't remember that. And I went back there in like, I think I was around, I want to say like, eighth grade so I don't know if I, how old are you in eighth grade like 12. you're 14 in eighth grade yeah so I was really young and like I was meeting of like this this other half of my family that I've never met and they were all were like we've been watching you since you were a kid and like we've, we've known about you forever and we always have like your parents send us like updated photos of you and I'm like I have no idea who any of you are it's like this is so crazy because my mom would show me like really old black and white photos because that was what the photography that I guess was like how it was they they I don't know if they progressed oh later. pictures well my mom describes her childhood in Iran it's like this big joke in my family because she's like we had like smallest smallest kitchen you've ever seen like she yeah. describes it like it's in the 1800s she's like once like little stove like <laughs> I had one pair truly she's like I had one pair of shoes like one dress that me and my twin yeah. sister shared I'm like this was 1965, <laughs> like 1970. Like it wasn't, but it it was a different. But then, of course, you also see pictures and they're wearing like mini skirts. Oh, dude, and it's yeah, that like, pre-revolution. You're like, that's Iran. Where, 
where was that? I know it made me sad because when I went to Iran, it should make you sad. It dude, fucking it, sucks. It fucking sucks. Like covering your hair. I didn't have to cover my hair because there's an age mark apparently when you get really like, oh yeah. like younger yes once you reach a i think a, i don't know what it is i don't want to say it wrong but I, I think it's when you're like 16 17 18 something around that area and i think once you turn that age you have to cover your hair you have to cover your skin but when i went i was lucky i could literally wear like a skirt and like booty shorts. Like, i was just going i didn't care i, I just did whatever i wanted because i was a kid but like my mom, oh. you're so lucky. This is your first experience in Iran because like, this is how right now wearing this burqa and like all the shit. Like it's not, it's it, the hijab. It's sweet. fucking hot. It's so hot in the summer. It's nothing compared to like what we're re- like literally feeling right really? now. Oh my God. It's so bad. It's brutal. So yeah, my experience was really interesting there though. Like it's beautiful. And I, I was, and when I was going there, I had this whole other like, imagery of it i thought it was going to be like this really rural area with like war zones or something going on i didn't know i didn't like know much like news like there wasn't much news outlets at least like anything i knew as a kid i just iran's like our number one enemy like like a third world country exactly i was like it's gonna be scary and then when i went i was like what the hell this is beautiful the architecture is like ungodly it's so insane like iran is like one of the most beautiful countries in the world everyone says and like the other funny thing my mom always says about iran that gets me she's like you don't understand like for the middle east like the weather i guess it's of course really hot but she's like the weather it's very like temperate she would always be like there's four seasons yeah it's like there too isn't that ironic like mind-blowing mind-blowing i've never seen photos of iran in the snow (laughs) like i've only like seen certain pictures that my dad actually had archived like with him snowboarding, but like I can't imagine people can't wearing like, like what? I just can't see this picture. But I mean, it's my dream. I would give anything to go to Iran. I hope it happens in my lifetime. I want to go. You never. Iran. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Though. We can't because yeah. we're Jewish, and there's like I have like there's all this crazy shit. Like there's like Israeli stamp in my passport. Apparently, that's like oh. a no go. I Wait, know it's sad. It? Oh my god, girl, they hate Jews there. Like real talk. But there's, oh, what about the Jews that are born? Isn't there like Jews that are born there? Or are they not allowed? To I'm not exactly sure. But I think if you're a Jew, you have like a horrible life because it's just like a scary Islamic Republic. And they just like don't. Not going to lie. My my parents, as like, I don't know if I should be sharing this, but they were kind of like, not like, ra- what do you call it? Uh, Anti-Semitic. A little bit uh, uh, xenophobic, maybe. Yeah. Like they'd be like, oh, Jewish people, this Jewish people. Like, so as a kid, I was always like, oh, Jewish this. But like. Growing up, I'm like, you guys are so like, you guys. Were, I don't, I don't blame my parents because that's what they. Now it makes sense that you're telling me that Iran hates or doesn't like Jews. So that yeah, that makes sense why my parents would always be like, would make really like, uh, like really inappropriate comments about Jewish people. Look, and, every like, family has a <laughs> casual amount of anti-Semitism going around. It's normal. But, but I mean, forgive them. But the flip side is, my mom is so funny about Muslim people. She she's always like, Muslim families are like like so like proper and like you can never understand like Muslim people are like so organized she has all these like weird like internalized things about like how Muslim people are just like uh she'll be like they're snooty and like this and that and I'm like I don't think so no it's weird there's people that like I actually like I don't mind like like what people think I I don't care but it's like funny when like I don't know I think like old-fashioned parents are trying to like you know, feed their children to think one way. Like it's mm-hmm. like, let us grow up and figure it out on our own and see what we think. Like, but I'm not, I don't even think about religion. I'm not religious at all. I don't care. I, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you- you'll go to a group lunch with me and Caroline, and you'll see how we split the bill in a really awkward way, and you'll learn that Jews are cheap. Jews are. Your parents were right. Like, you'll learn quickly that they were completely uh, right. But also, after hanging out with us for and I literally love saving my money. Who the hell doesn't? Like, you have to be smart, especially in this pandemic. Let's be real. We got to... We gotta save, save them dollars. dollars. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> save them shekels. So wait, do you you speak fluent Farsi, I'm assuming? I do. It was actually my first language. I didn't learn Jealous. So I learned English actually. So in second grade, I couldn't really fully speak English properly. So they put me in this class because I was like half speaking Farsi, the other half I was speaking English, no one could understand me. So I got put into this one, like one of these classes that helped me with like my speech. So I didn't learn. And it's funny because people would ask me like, where are you from? And I'd be like, I was born here. Like Austin just kind of like, why do you have this like Persian accent? And like over time it went away, but it's so funny to think about like, oh, wow. me, like not speaking English properly. Wow. You were like Iruni. I was Iruni, honey. My wow. parents like, only spoke Farsi in the house. So yeah, like so yeah. wait, where did you grow up? I grew up in Westwood, like my whole life. Okay. Oh, she Persian. I'm Tarantulas. And I know, like, what's my- your favorite Persian restaurant in LA? Like, I have. We gotta talk about well, this. No, actually, funny enough, my dad used to own a popular Persian restaurant. That's why we lived there because basically, like, Westwood is like the place to go, obviously, for restaurants and stuff like that. So of my course. dad was always like he was a really 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 like talented chef like he made the best food ever he well make- persian people are so like my mom is like oh it's nothing cooked an eight course meal restaurant quality meal. in I'm my like, downtime that doesn't look easy like you can't teach me that in a day that would take no more- and making a persian stew i'm sorry is like it's not just like sauteing some onions and like throwing some meat in there truly when i say it is this so many herbs the biggest pile of herbs that has to be chopped up and sauteed it's so it's labor intensive. you need like four people in the kitchen yes literally <laughs> that's how it should be but my mom does it like it's nothing and so, so so did my dad but um yeah my dad was like a really like like he was so talented at cooking and so he opened up a restaurant that was called Canari. I don't know if that rings a bell but it was like a really popular Persian restaurant it that does that is it's like a bird. It's like the bird was like the cover and like it was yes. in the heart of Westwood. So that if like it's it doesn't exist anymore, but that was probably that's my favorite and still is. Good answer. Yeah. Great answer. <laughs> Nowadays, for me, it's all about and I, there is a Padma Lakshmi episode on her Hulu show where apparently she goes to all the L.A. Persian Ooh. restaurants. If anyone wants to watch that. Yeah, I'll check that out. I've never heard of that. Wait. I got a shout out Atari sandwich shop in, rest, in Westwood. It's like a Persian oh. lunch spot, and they do amazing, amazing osh, which is like that Oh osh, my god, that, I love osh. That's it's like, this herbaceous oh. Persian soup, and they drizzle like a little yogurt on top. It's hard to explain. It's one of the best things in the entire world. Highly recommend it. Their osh will blow your mind. Ugh, that sounds so good. Oh my god, I want it right now. <laughs> That's so bomb. Ugh, Persian food. Yeah. I'm so done. good. Ugh, I could talk about Persian stuff all day. I mean, Esther, do you feel left out? <laughs> no, this is so fun. I feel like I'm at home watching the podcast. I actually love this. I'm entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to do okay. anything. While we're on the Persian stuff, I have to tell the story. So my mom, Azora, grandma, popped out a million babies, as did yours, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> One story I heard that is so crazy, it blew my mind, was apparently she was like, on her sixth kid or something. She's about to have, like, her seventh kid. She has so many kids at home. And grandpa's working. He's traveling, selling 
I think he was literally selling rugs, like not even trying to be a stereotype. I do think he sold rugs. <laughs> and she was like, I cannot, I cannot have this baby. So she goes to the doctor and she's like, hi, whatever you have, give it to me. A pill and anything. I can't have this baby. And he was like, don't worry. Like, we got you. I'm going to give you these pills and you take these and like, you'll have no baby. So she's like, oh, thank God. Like, I'm seen. Takes the pills. They are, he duped her. They were prenatal vitamins She's like, why am I still pregnant? And she goes back to the doctor. And he's like, yeah, like, I just gave you prenatal vitamins. You're having that baby. Crazy Wait, shit. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's like the 50s in Iran. Like, Wait, my little curse on this podcast. I'm sorry if I yes. curse it up, baby. <laughs> okay, well, Big time. Yeah. Big time. More. More, please. Isn't that so oh, crazy? Mind you- blowing. Oh, yeah. That I is know. messed up. That's a Women? Whole- women had a tough time. I mean, the culture is not great to women they're like i'm not. just gonna they treat us really poorly like they it's it's so sad how behind we are like as a culture it's a very traditional culture i mean it's that being gay especially they will kill, they'll kill you that's why i want to yeah ask. i want to ask about that oh it's depressing <laughs> I, I mean from my reading and my understanding of where it's at still i'm 90 sure they still behead people if you're gay you can't just be gay in public i'm sure there's people who are you know, secretly dating each other in Iran. But I can't imagine being a young 24-year-old in Iran mm. hiding my relationship from, like, every angle possible. Like, and No, it's deadly. That. You would not be – you would – it's not possible. Like, it's one thing for your parents to not be something, but then, like, your own government and your own, like, ruler or whatever. Like, can you can you imagine? Like, no, I can't. How is – I mean, how is how is your family reacted to it? Is Are they cool with – with with this i feel like my my mom is really like she's i don't know she can she's like funny she like i know she knows but we never she won't acknowledge it she won't acknowledge it she's never like she's like forgot what were you saying (laughs) literally she's like your friend your best friend like where's your friend and i'm like it's not my friend you already know like but she just doesn't yeah i i've dated i've been in relationships honestly like from like maybe a year ago that's it's been a full year where I was like not in a relationship I don't know what's wrong with me but yeah I was I was doing the dating thing for a while but like I dated my first girlfriend when I was like getting from senior year up until like two two and a half years we dated and like that was the first person I was bringing home all the time and we would just go to my room and like disappear and my parents never really knew what was going on. They were just like, oh, like your friend's coming over. Like you guys are just having a sleepover almost like every other night. But I'm sure they knew, but like we never said anything. I know. Like, so she would just come over for two years. Like when I was in high school. And now after, we're like, like just coming over being sneaky. Like we'd lock the door and we would just like go in our own world. And it was like crazy. Yeah. So I did that. And then. Wait a second. Where did you go to high school? Where was this like? Um, I went to Pally High, but. Okay. Um, Moving on, I just needed to set the scene oh, for myself. Yeah, no, 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 Please no. Continue. You know where that is, right? Off the beach, Santa Monica, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Palisade, uh, Pacific Palisade. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So okay. that's where I went to high school. Very big. I, I honestly loved my high school experience. But um, yeah, me and my best friend, we we were like secretly into each other, and she was obsessed with me, and I like kind of liked her, but I was so in denial. And then I really liked her back all of a sudden, like like a year or two later, I admitted it to her, and then we actually started dating. Oh my so I dated my best friend, like my best, best girlfriend, and um, we, yeah, we dated, and then, and then we ended, and then I actually got into another relationship for another four years, wow. and that relationship, I lived with that person 
So I was, I was, you know, I left the the house. And so my mom wasn't always around it, but I would always bring that partner to every occasion. Like you can think of every Really? Yeah. But I never called her my girlfriend. I was always like, well, I was like, yeah. I, every time I tried to, I felt like there's like no word in Farsi. There's no word. Like she wouldn't take it seriously. I'm like, I have a video out. I have a song out. Everything I talk about is gay, gay, gay. So it's like, why <laughs> isn't it connecting? So I'm like, it's, I'm just like, what's, what's, I don't know. Is is it just seeing me getting married to see it happen? You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know, but at yeah. the, does it, it bothers me and it doesn't. Like I have moments where I think there's ways I wish that I was closer to my mom and I could like mm-hmm. vent to her about like, if me and my girlfriend are fighting or like, I need some girl advice. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, is that even the kind of parents that like my parents will ever be like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're old fashioned. They don't even so ask how I'm old fashioned. Yeah, they don't, they're never like, so how are you doing? My mom only cares about feeding me and making sure that I've, I'm, I've gotten groceries for the week or like, it's always just food, 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 food. food. Yeah. And like, are you hungry? Can I make you something? I bought you (laughs) this bag of extra groceries when I was shopping. Right. It's so stupid. I'm like, mom, there's so much more to talk about. And she just never asked me anything. And like, Sometimes she's like, how's music? How's everything? And I'm like, she's like, I love your sexy pose. And she says like really funny things when she sees my Instagram. But like, well, do you have this issue too? Like my mom can't, okay. My mom is so old fashioned and she, A, like doesn't fully understand, like I'm a TV writer and like for her and like to wrap her head around like the industry at large and like specific jobs within like I can't communicate with oh, her about my God. career whatsoever. She's like comedy. I'm like, yeah, mom, that's it. You got that's it, honey. It. That's it. No, that, and, I feel the same way. 100%. And and B like her and social media is like a non-starter. I mean, I don't know about your mom. My mom can't even like type a text. My mom's not an internet person whatsoever. My mom finally got to that, actually, like, in the last three years. She I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, she has an iPhone. She has Facebook, Instagram. I'm like, go, mom. Yes. It's funny, though. She doesn't post really, like, she posts, like, weird, like, random, like, quotes. And I'm like, mom, this is really, like, dramatic. But I'm like, okay, go. I don't even know what it says, but it's just Farsi quotes on her Instagram. Yes, it's all about the blurry Farsi memes. Where it's, it's like, a picture of a rose. Yes, it's like, roses. It's always a rose. And there's, like, Farsi writing. And my mom was like, first of all, I don't even speak or read Farsi. And my mom, it's all about WhatsApp okay. and forwarding these, like, weird Farsi memes I between their friends. Farsi. I can speak it, but I can't read it. So I'm like, what the fuck is my mom posting right now? And it's always, like, blurry and you, like, it's like a meme with like music behind it. You have like press play and yes. it's like some or weird like little oh. bears on the oh yeah, like yeah. animal bears with roses. I, I don't a lot of roses. It's, it's so weird. They're like I'm obsessed with Persian memes though. They're so like they're like postmodern art. Yeah, <laughs> they're so weird. Well, and I just get like I look at Esther and Esther's mom like watches all her Instagram stories. Is like whoa. Like, Esther's mom will Facetime her when we're together and be like. Esther, I listened to you on this podcast and you did great. And my mom, I, if I said the word podcast to my mom, she would like crumble and die. Like she doesn't even know what that is probably, right? No way. No fucking way. So I'm always just like, oh my God. And also like white parents, I'm sorry, I don't want to overgeneralize, but like um, there's such a culture of like support. Dude, <laughs> and so like involved well, in everyone in their lives. I feel like it's their kids. I, I guess my mom I asked me how now. old I was yesterday, by the way. My mom <laughs> called me and goes, how old are you again? I'm like, 30, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Esther, what were you going to say? 
I do relate to the non-supportive parents, though. I mean, my, they care a little bit now, but they're like, they definitely think I'm jack shit. So I do get that, at least. They're not impressed. And my mom, because I'm in Canada right now for two weeks quarantining, and my mom was like, oh, maybe you'll you'll go into this and come out of it and lose some weight. That'll be good. Oh, like, bitch. Bitch. I'm just kidding. I love you. So, <sighs> ew, don't listen to her yeah <laughs> no thank you thank you no my mom my mom recently was like you've gained a lot of weight but it on the plus side it does make your face look a little better oh like my God, dude. thank you they have no filter they have no, no filter. filter i mean ooh, to caroline's my loved ones mom, caroline's mom is one of my favorite people to hear about she is so funny she's oh. a sep- she's a special breed i gotta get her on the pod yeah you, ha- yeah. I mean, you haven't gotten your mom on the podcast I've tried. I'll I'll try again. That she doesn't have a working computer, so it might be hard. Ever. I would die to listen to that. You have to. You have to. She's one of a kind. That is for <laughs> damn sure. Is. I just so like... Wait, so, I, sorry. Go ahead. Please, no. I, I was just going to say, it's really brave of you to be, like, out yeah. and proud about oh. being gay. That's cool. Coming from such a traditional family, I can only imagine how hard that is, but... Yeah. Proud of you. Thank you. I am very ready for a queer pop star. Like I'm ready. I'm let's go there. I feel like there aren't that many. I don't know if I'm wrong. Hold on, this can't be right. We have Kim Petras. I do want to let's let's shout out the girlies. Let's give it. Let's give give the shout out. Kim Petras is not. You know what? I'm not going to give her a label because I don't know what she is. But I know that she's a trans woman, a beautiful, so stunning. Oh my god, trans woman. She okay. We have. There's got to be more queer pop stars. Come on, guys. Oh, oh wait, King Prince. Katie. Katy Perry's like queer adjacent. Yeah, yeah. We have King Princess. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big. One. I love her. I think I she's love her so her. much. I know. Big, I love. Big her. fan of King Princess. Okay, hold on, hold on, you guys. Come on, we got this. Uh, um. Oh, oh, Lady Gaga's like queer. Oh. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Uh. We've oh, got Saint Vincent. What was that? Troy Sivan. That's a big one. That's a big one. Oh. And okay, I, I just pulled up a list. We've got okay. a lot. Halsey. Oh, I didn't know that. Did she? Okay, I don't know. I don't but, know. Maybe she is. That's oh, yes. Oh, my God. Kaylani. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Such a babe. Wait, I now I feel like Ashley was wrong there. So I didn't think about that. No, it's good. It's good. We I didn't, know. you know, we, it's good that we're doing this. We don't want... We don't want to leave anyone out, you know? Absolutely not. Oh, Lauren Jaregui, Jaregui from Fifth Harmony. Yes. She's very She's so proudly hot. queer. Love Love and I'll just throw these names out there. We've got Janelle Monet, Haley Kiyoko. Oh, my God. Duh. Oh, she's, like, the best. She's amazing. Okay. Yeah. The point is that you're the best one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I, it's a I think I was looking at it from a kid, like a from my childhood. I think I like yes. because I did yeah. not. Oh yeah. So with this like generation, I don't even think about that. I'm because I don't listen. So I listen true. to a lot of like like nostalgic music from like my past, and like so I always forget. I'm like, oh yeah, wait. Ooh. No, it's true. What is the music that? Ha- what is like? What are those? What's the nostalgic music for you? What's your musical inspiration? Oh my god! Like oh. ever, it goes in so many different directions. But the top are Radiohead. I'm obsessed with Radiohead. I don't know if you guys are familiar and listen. To I did not that. expect you to hit us with that like alt rock right oh, then. Oh, that was my childhood. Like I was obsessed wow. with 
Tom York because my sister, basically whatever my older sister listened to, I was like, luckily she had good taste. I was so, so cute. She, yeah, she got me into uh, Radiohead and Bjork and um, Green Day was like, oh, I, oh, the biggest Green Day fan. Like, I wanted to marry Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Like, I don't so think the eyeliner, but like, I was like in love with him. <laughs> like, Dude. I was fully straight for him. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, let's He's go. So talented. <laughs> he has an amazing voice. His voice, his stage presence, the music they'd write every album. It was always just insanely, insanely good. Uh- so, I will never forget going to the Sherman Oaks Tower Records and being like, one copy of American Idiot, please. Oh my God, same. I went to, I don't know where it went, but I went, oh, I think it was like one of the record stores in Third Street. I don't know what it was called. Mm. Store that doesn't exist anymore. And I bought the Bullet in a Bubble mm. album or documentary, was it? Um, and yeah, I, I've, I, I've always been obsessed with Grey Day. Um, and then Madonna. Does anyone, oh, I don't know if does anyone remember oh. when where they were when they bought Christina Aguilera strip? any takers hold on oh wait back of what i I was not a christina i was not an ex-tina okay i wasn't either but i loved her biggest song that was always like of course of course wait did you just say madonna oh yes i did (laughs) that's my oh everything one like i really have always been a madonna stan since i was like a little girl so Madonna is my number Madonna's one as everything. well. Wow. Oh my God. Yes. She's fucking one of the most, I mean, there's a reason why she's the most popular female pop artist of like all time. But like, there's just never been an album that she put out from like the second she started music to like now. I mean, it's crazy how many genres she's had. Like if you listen to mm. all the like different people, different phases. I know. The reinvention is she really, she she invented reinventing. She, Confessions she from a Dance Floor. That was... Oh, Confessions of a Dance Floor was literally one of the best albums. Ray so, of Light. Like, uh, uh, that, oof, that. I, I was actually listening to Ray Light, Ray Light the other night. And I still always get the chills when I listen to that song. Because it's just so fucking good. And that whole album is just, like, so well done. I don't know. I love the song Swim hustle. off of that album. Oh, my God. Yes. So fun, guys. So wow. Um, will you tell us a little bit about this new album that you have coming out? Yeah. So it's an EP, but I will do an album soon. So we'll get to that. <laughs> but wait. this EP is called Cut Season. And um, it's basically a big journal entry for me, uh, for my past relationship that I was in for four years. <laughs> like it's, this whole EP is about this one relationship and every song on this EP is kind of like a toxic trait that I was experiencing and um, that I wanted to cut out of my life. And um, what's crazy was I got out of the break, the relationship and I went through this really dark hole and then I went into the studio and I just like poured my heart out. And every song I was writing was just like these one worded titles and it wasn't planned at all. I just like wrote a song called Naive one day and then I wrote another song called Ego. And I was like, what the hell am I trying to say here? <laughs> like, I don't understand where this is going, but it, it feels like it's headed somewhere. And then one day I wrote the song Cut Season um, and that's when I knew I had a project. I was like, oh my God, this is this is the main thing I've been trying to say this whole time is like, these were all the things I learned from the relationship that I no longer wanted to be a part of. And I also felt like I was doing in the relationship. And, um, you know, I think 
these toxic traits that I talk about in this EP are things that you'll always come across and encounter. So it's not like cutting it forever, but it's more just like growing into a, in a, a person that's like just aware of when it's time to, to run away or run away, walk away from something that's just like no longer good for you. And um, I made a lot of cuts this past like year, like mm. a lot, like, like I've lost so many people in my life this past year. So it's just been like a psycho, you know, never ending lesson that I'm learning. So um, yeah, this EP is like a really, yeah, it's a big one for me because I feel like I really went in and I've always wanted to do a project because since only a girl, I only had a bunch of singles come out after that. And I was like, I don't feel fulfilled by this. I'm, I'm such an album listener. Like when I, when I was like growing up, I never just like liked one song. Like I would dive into people's albums and like want to know what the whole thing's about. And so I really wanted it to be like that feeling when people listen to this. So that was the biggest goal for me. And yeah, so I'm not stopping anytime soon. There's going to be more EPs coming <laughs> and albums. So oh, I'm upset. Yeah, no, I'm already planning the next year. Like I, you got to be ahead of the game. <laughs> I better get a Farsi language like... Oh. Oh, Farsi. Oh my God. Persian music. Like that weird, like electro club. Ooh. Oh, oh I've, already, I've been, I've been experimenting. Let's just say. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh no, God. I'm, I'm, I'm so always thinking about the next stuff and like, yeah. So and writing is like, really, it isn't work for me. It's not like a job. This is literally what I love to do. So, um, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited. I it's know. not next Friday, uh, October 9th, I think. So it's coming soon, finally. We've been like holding it for so long because of this, you know, everything. Oh. And so it's, it was supposed to come out way long ago. Like I'm talking like March and that was right when the pandemic happened. So uh, yeah, it didn't work out, but it's okay. It's honestly, this EP is a, a lot darker sounding. It's like dark pop, I would say. So October is actually where I I really wanted to put it out. But then, like, my team was like, no, we're going to do, like, a summer tour with this and all this stuff. So it was all planned around that tour. But now that that got everything on push, I'm like, wait, I, it, everything that I wanted is actually happening. Like, it's coming out in October. This EP's like, dark as fuck. So, um, wow. yeah, it worked out. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now I want to I want to ask you a very glowing up question because I'm I have to say I'm so into your glam and your look. I'm like, shook. Like Girl, this is, I'm, can we describe I'm, it for the listener? I'm looking at gorgeous hair. Like we've got a blowout situation. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, it's like bedhead blowout. I guess you could say. <laughs> As she flips it casually, I'm like dying right now and that glam we've got like a soft matte like very lovely glam situation <laughs> thank you yeah I want to know what is you what's your approach 
to makeup and skincare and like what's your relationship yeah um well do I do I start with like skincare or is it more like makeup like how what do we want to whatever you want to talk about I'm so curious what your like what your go-to eye look is when you're doing your own makeup Ooh, honestly it changes like every every month but like right now I'm into like browns and like bronze and like you know, like gold, like really like those kind of textures. And then sometimes it's like red and sparkly and like it goes into so many different directions with like, especially my eyeshadow. Like I constantly am playing with it, but I kind of pull from a lot of like old, like Naomi Campbell and like um, Posh Spice. Like those are kind of like my two, you know, references when it comes to like eye makeup and like hair and like aesthetics. So I just like, I'm obsessed with them. I think they're such babes. And so, yeah, those are kind of like my little go-to mood board inspiration. I love um, that. You really yeah. are taking it from the nineties. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I feel like, but my taste, you know, it changes so much, but like, I feel like that's kind of where I've always kind of wanted to go, I guess, aesthetically. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, oh yeah, you know, as an artist, I'm always thinking, I'm like, what do I want to wear next? What do I want to look like next? And like, who knows in a year I could dye my whole hair and be a different bitch. So, but um, yeah, I love the nineties. I love Jean-Paul Gaultier. That's like one of my favorite designers. And mm. um, I pull a lot from that. Um, skincare wise, like I've been loving, I'm actually, I think I'm an ambassador. I'm like, not sure. Cause like they just send me products all the time and they're so, if am- you're not sure you probably are, I think I, <laughs> but I never signed anything. So I'm like, okay. But, um, I, I keep getting sent this amazing product called Youth to the people. I don't know if you guys. Oh, the, the kale yes. cleanser. Yeah. Oh my. The superfood cleanser. Yeah. I forgot about them. They're good. They're fucking incredible I have every like in, I have their whole collection of face products and like my the skincare stuff that they sent me like the mask there's like a glow mask like it literally makes your face glow after you take it off like you wear it at night and you sleep in it and then you wake up and you take it off and your face is literally glowing I have oh it I'll take five yeah are they the are they the ones that make like the microdermabrasion like mushroom mask kind of yeah yeah and they have these crazy like exfoliating like cleanser thing like I don't I'm not that good with like the terms to be honest but I'm I just know it's it's working and like (laughs) I exfoliate I do that like once a week that's like I have to because now I can't go get a facial so like I've been using theirs and it fucking works like it literally feels like you're getting an actual facial and spinning yeah so those are my routines I'm obsessed with exfoliating and washing my face and using their cleansers just highly recommend that brand and I'm not just saying that because they they gave me stuff I I genuinely love their stuff no I remember Mm. liking their cleanser and their moisturizer Mm. I remember being into uh, it wait what do you guys use like what's your skincare products like I'm just curious oh my god well, are you guys big so on that? Much. So much. I'm a very K beauty oriented girl, so I use a lot of Korean beauty products. Ooh, that's like, and I'm not uh-oh. that at all. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that what are does you- not. I so I'm really really dry, so I focus a lot on hydration. So like, I'm really into the Drunk Elephant F bomb. Like, it's like this super hydrating mask, and then I that use. Doesn't work on me. The- it burns my face for me. Wait, what does? The drunk elephant, the one with the pink cap, right? The baby no, face show. No, 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 no. Oh. no, 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 no. I don't fuck with that one. That one's too t- intense. This one's it's it looks exactly like the pink one, but it's a blue cap. 
Oh, okay. See, I tried the pink one and I was like, this shit is burning my face. No, I couldn't. I can't touch that one. That one's scary. I feel like Caroline could probably just like do that a That one's really intense. You're only supposed to leave it on for two minutes. I have a jar of it. I'm scared to use it because I've heard such horror stories. I'm scared too. I have it still and I don't want to touch it. I'm like, I'm good. No, that's like serious, like medical grade shit. And then I'm really into Prima skincare. I use their face oil. Um... That that's like it. I've I've since doing this podcast, we've tried so much skincare that I like. So we much. are always trying it, so I really try to like keep a small circle of products that I are like my tried and trues. I love this brand, um, Crave Beauty. It's a Korean skincare brand, and they have the most amazing ingredients. I love their. They have this um, oat moisturizer. Ooh. Oh, I love everything they make. Everything they're saying sounds really. Um, I want to like Korean products are the best on every level. Like even Korean mm. hair salons, I will say that they are the best with hair. Like I haven't been able to go to my girl, but like there's this place I go to, and she just she just works it. Like they they know what they're what they're doing. <laughs> Esther, did I ever take you to that Korean blow up place on uh, in yes, the East in Village or the Lower East Side where it's a fifteen dollar mm. blowout? Ooh. I think it was twenty dollars, but yes. Ooh. Girl, fifteen twenty. I don't care. That was the best blowout <laughs> of my fucking life. Wait, do you guys know that was right so now? Fun. You're not in New York. I was like, it's yeah. Is it okay? I was like confused. I was like, where are you guys? Caroline, we both live in LA. I just am in Canada right now, and I oh, am right, quarantining. Yeah. yeah, but you said New York, so you guys used to live in New York, or we just one time went to New York. I wanted oh. to brag, okay? Well, we've gone a couple to... times. We've gone a couple times. <laughs> okay, once. okay, yeah, no, we've yeah, we've gone a couple times together. You're just saying that thing made me think of the Korean hair salon. I miss New- going miss to New York. It. That just made me really sad. Me too. <laughs> me too. I know. I, I was know. thinking like when this is better or over or whatever happens after this i my life goal is to get an apartment for one month in new york and like stay there with a bunch of girlfriends and just like have a fun new york month with female friends that sounds like the best right now i would die to just go to new york like i don't even know how it is though that's the sad thing it's like i want to go there even if i flew there and i'm like what is there to expect like some people have been telling me it's fine like People are yeah. parties and then some of them mm-hmm. are like, no, it's not the same. It's horrible. It's like really dark right now. So it's, I'm getting like different mixed messages. So I don't know what to think, but like, look, there is no normal that we're going to go back to. And we need to, as a no, society, right. like stop. It's like, there's, um, there's a psychological term for it where like your brain to process big change needs to think that you're like going back to the same. It's like some, the something effect. Oh, sorry. I don't know what that's so embarrassing, but the point being, that like we need to just accept that this is the new normal. I'm like, okay, maybe we'll at one point like find a semblance of a life that was like what we were used to. But masks are not going anywhere for the time being. Uh, like, I, people need. Scares me. I'm like, when is it gonna just like? It's not. What are, you know the vaccine, but I'm like, is this vaccine? Where is this vaccine? <laughs> I'm like, gonna, and then people won't take it. It's just gonna Wait, take a long that, time for us to equalize. Talk about Trump really quick. The fact that he. Well, okay. So to be fair. This podcast isn't going to come out for probably a couple weeks. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. It might come out a little sooner. It might come out a little sooner. Point being, like, when it comes out, like, bitch could be dead by the time this comes out. But, yeah, I mean, girl, you know I'm dying about it. I mean, I'm dying. Like, let's not say anything that could get us, like, uh, <laughs> jailed for treason. But 
Just, just no comment. No comment. I just, I will just say, I don't see him dying from this. I feel like the, when you're the fucking president, the access to care you have, it's like, you don't die. You don't die. You don't die. Like the president doesn't die. I don't know. That's like my brain, where my brain goes. Okay. Counterpoint. But when you're a high risk individual who is by all accounts, obese with a BMI of 30 and you're in your seventies, I'm just saying like, if he gets on the ventilator, I'm going to say it's 50-50. It if is not 50/50. higher. It if is not 50/50. higher that he... I don't think he's going to get on a ventilator. But look, I don't know. And whoever's listening to this now knows who's right and who's wrong. And I will just say there's nothing wrong with being obese and in your 70s. <laughs> there is absolutely okay. not. But it is... Uh, to counterpoint, it is the one risk factor that by all accounts like does seem to... COVID it's, too risk, it's two really serious it risk is, factors for this. I'm absolutely not shaming Trump for being a big, obese, mo- racist monster. <laughs> but I'm pointing out that he is obese, just scientifically. <laughs> I'm dying. Point is, we fucking need him, period. Yeah, <laughs> point is, I hope he fucking suffers. But speaking of the vaccine, I have a friend who is... Look, I have a friend who is a Trump supporter... It's okay. challenging. I do. I refuse to break up my friendship with her. Ugh. She saw that I got a, va- a flu shot last week and she called me and mm. she was like, they injected you with the baby poison and the dead baby juice and was crazy. And I was like, you're crazy. Um, but it just kind of reminded That's me. That's not just that a Trump supporter. She's like a QAnon conspiracy freak. She is. And I tell Sorry. her, I'm like, I, I'm like, Girl, Trump is not saving. He's not doing what you think he is. I just tell her that over and over again. Um, but look, if you have a family member, loved one who supports Trump, I, you we gotta you. you gotta work through it. Um, and Jan knows what I'm talking about. A lot of people in the Persian community are very Trumpy, at least in my really? experience. Okay, maybe it's a maybe. Okay, maybe I'm just suffering in silence over here. Back to Esther. I don't know anyone in my family actually. I mean, I hope not. Duh, must but. must be nice. Must be nice. Ooh. It's uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe Trump having COVID will sh- shock his supporters into believing that it's real and it's not a hoax. You know, I don't even. Well, I've heard I can't. things too. Like I've heard some some people say like, oh, he's trying to do this to like get uh, people to see that like COVID isn't like as bad as like people are saying it is. Like and no, I think that they wouldn't fake him having I don't, COVID. I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's really. Have you guys seen that uh, documentary on? Um, Netflix I think it's called The Social Dilemma yeah and that's what it feels like every time anyone tells me anything anymore I'm like you have your own newsfeed because of your algorithm so like I don't know I what know. To trust. I don't want to listen to any of the theories or whatever the fuck like conspiracy no. like people just, shape their own people are living in their own shaped wow. realities it's like, really what's fucking on your scary timeline is completely different than what's on mine and that's just so weird to think about like it's we're, awful. All, we're all seeing all different kinds of things right now so yeah i try to like always kind of have my own perspective and you know so there you go i don't know about your timeline but my timeline said that trump got covid from a pumpkin spice latte recipe is that <laughs> is that popping up for you guys are you jo- we're not joking are you oh my god no i'm joking okay wait oh <laughs> okay i mean I'm- my timeline says that the reason biden doesn't have it yeah, is because so he's horrible. a yeah well biden doesn't have it because he's he has jews protecting him 
who are working with the devil who prevent him from getting COVID and he also drinks baby blood. So Okay, okay. No. I love <laughs> I just wanna say I love that Biden's thing is is that he likes ice cream. Like It's so soft, Esther. It's such like a I, oldest politician trick in the book. It's like Veep. It got me though. It fucking got me You're like, so hard. That's my guy. <laughs> Oh, no. I hope it moves faster, though. I hope, like, the debates continue as soon as possible. Honey, he has COVID. I don't see how a second debate can happen <laughs> at this point. Mm. I know. I know. Look, let's I just I love when all... Caroline gets firm. <laughs> it's, in 15, it's in 15 days. Like, Wait, it's he's... October. What is it? October 7th? Or... October 15th, I believe, is the next debate. Okay. I mean, next week is the VP debate with Kamala and Pence, which, bitch, you know I am waiting for my girl Kamala to... <laughs> Bring that fucking hammer down on his fucking ass. But point being, we're recording this on October 2nd for those listening. We don't know what the future holds. We have no idea. <laughs> we just don't. This is a time capsule. And um Wait, Lord side knows. note, so I am because I'm quarantining, I'm I like am looking for things to do, and I'm, you know, just because I'm not like the most politically active person on social media doesn't mean I don't do my own stuff. I started phone <laughs> banking for Joe Biden this week. Good for you, Esther. I'm proud of it- you. Does not it does not go well? It's hard. It's, it's really hard. Why, Caroline? Have you have you done it? Yeah, I've done a fair amount of phone banking. I mean, people are set in their beliefs. Ugh. It's hard I, to tell me as your experience, Esther. Well, <laughs> a lot of hangups. Um, yeah, I mean, although to be I, fair, one time a guy answered and he sounded really hot, and I got nervous and I hung up on him. Um, <laughs> At one point, I called it a Mexican like, restaurant, <laughs> and I, th- I almost ordered fajitas. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I was calling. Um, I was calling like people in Sherman Oaks, and I was doing like local phone making. And this woman answered, and she was like, "I just saw your name come up." It was like an old lady, Caroline Goldfarb, and I thought like my kid's pediatrician thirty years ago was named Goldfarb. I thought it had to do with that. She, like, thought I was her kid's pediatrician calling her from, like, the dead. The past. <laughs> the past. I was, she was like, oh, yeah, not interested. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, what people hang up, of course. But, like, look, I feel like in a two-hour shift, you have one good conversation, and it, and it means a lot. And helping people with their voting plan is really important, too. I've heard of this thing called deep I, I may be calling it the wrong deep thing, state. but it's like deep, deep, deep phone banking or something. Like I've heard of that too. Where you actually target at people who you know are Trump supporters and like have conversations with them. And I actually feel like I would be better with that. And I want to look into that. So that sounds, that sounds like exciting to me. I don't know. Like, you know what you're getting into. I, that is, let's look more into that. That's a really interesting, yeah. it's like a, word on the street people are getting trained in how to like have one-on-one deep conversations with their loved ones about like why do you like trump like let's really talk about it as opposed to when you're phone making you're like like please support biden they're like fuck you like anyway Anyway. going up rarely gets political but (laughs) i know here we are it's today's the day though i mean yeah so much has happened this last week so Lot to unleash right now. It's been a lot. Like our brains and bodies are can only process. Can you believe how much we processed this last like three months? No, I mean, do you ever just drive around and you see people wearing masks and go, "If I saw this a year ago, 
Like if I just saw for like one second what the world looks like, like you wouldn't believe it. It's insane. It's so crazy. And now it's like the new normal. Like we just walk outside and we're like, oh, yeah, this is it. And I think that the brain can really only process so much radical upheaval in your daily life. We must be taking in a lot of like trauma that's going somewhere. Oh, God. Everyone's experiencing some type of trauma. Like they're hiding. So much. Well, that's why I also thought like, during this time, I actually got a therapist because I was like, I you. need to just like talk to someone. And like, I don't want it to be anyone I'm really close to because I feel like I get nervous and choked up and I never really want to fully say how I'm feeling to like even my closest friends. I don't know if it's just like a, a me thing, but like, I, I tell my closest friends, like, you know, the basics of things, but like, I don't go deep and go into it. And like, I just felt like, honestly, this is the best time to invest in one right now. And like, I really actually want to take it seriously. So I've been doing that and it's been helping me so much to just like cope with everything that's been kind of being thrown at me, especially just mm. the world. And I highly recommend to anyone who's listening, get a therapist. <laughs> if you need one, don't, don't like, I don't know if people have such stereotypes between, like I kind of used to have one and I don't know why I was like, am I going to be looked at differently if I have it? It's, it was a really like thing I would think about the it culture was, you come from yeah, like yeah. that's part of it yeah. mental health is not, not something you know, who doesn't have a therapist like that's like old news like it's that's not I know sometimes I know. I'm like okay I'll be on the phone with my parents I'm like okay I have to go to therapy and they're like what's wrong are you okay I'm like I, I what do you mean everyone has a theory this is normal this oh, is not this doesn't not mean something's my wrong yeah my family is like why would you pay someone like why they, they would look at it like a type of way you know what I mean and I'd be like that's not that's not how it works like you're working on yourself with a my, my mom's advice is just be happy uh-huh, right that's literally exactly. I'm like didn't think of it like that. Thank you. Yeah, my dad's is stop crying. You're not sad. <laughs> That's so depressing. Oh my god, so helpful. Well, you guys, it feels like a good place to end. You know, on mental health. Absolutely, my favorite. Get there. Um, <laughs> Gia, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I am so excited for your career and for this new EP um, and for people to listen listen to the, to, to the new EP. And they can find it on Spotify and wherever they listen to music. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Thank we you guys you. so much for having me. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks, we love Gia. you. Good office, Gia. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>